Hey y'all, I know I've been away for a minute. This your girl Coach Lean, aka the flyest coach on the planet. And I'm back, I'm back. I didn't want to leave you guys too long. I had some business to take care of. So I'm back to uh, tell a little bit more of my story and you know keep you guys motivated going into the end of this year because we almost there, it's November now. It's the first week in November. So, you know, we got, we got stuff to take care of and, and things to do. For sure. So I'm going to give you all some insight on how to get your stuff done and take care of yourselves going into this next year. Speaking of taking care of things, that's the title of this episode. It's called Take Care of Business. Now, that can mean a multitude of things. It's a very vague statement, but you can literally apply that to anything you need to. So when you take care of business, in my case... If we're talking about college basketball, right, taking care of business in the classroom, you're a student athlete, you have to take care of business in the classroom. That's first. Taking care of business at practice, in the weight room, in study table, in the game, of course. If you have home court advantage, so if you're playing at home, you take care of business. If you're on the road, you should, you should still take care of business there's nothing that's changed except the location and that can also apply to you you know if you have projects or certain um certain things that you're working on that you've been procrastinating on I know I have for sure but all it takes is a conscious effort when you take it when you have a conscious effort of wanting to take care of business and getting things done then guess what it'll happen as long as your work ethic is sharp so, yeah, so taking care of business, right? We had to do a lot of that my junior year at Wayne State. We played on the road a lot, and that was the year that we really proved ourselves to a lot of people, and rightfully so, because we had a lot of talent. We were very um, underrated, and we had to, you know, claim our our position and, and and you know really make a statement for who we were as a team when we go into these other schools and playing because everybody when they were playing us considering the past two years we didn't do so well we get into this next year and people are expecting the same thing right they think that they're gonna blow us out the water or they think that you know it's gonna be a cakewalk to beat us no we made sure we took care of business well before that season started so that way we could come out on top and make some things shake within the NCAA. So junior year, man, okay. <laughs> junior year, I think that is when I was in my prime. Uh, as far as conditioning, the way I was playing, um, my grades were on point. Like everything was going really, 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 really well. But there was also some nonsense that was going on within that. Of course, you know, with every season, it comes as trials and tribulations, and we have to know how to navigate and figure out how to get through these certain things that we experience. So junior year, that was when I was in my prime for show, like in all areas, whether it was on the court, in the classroom, weight room, my conditioning was on point. I was playing at my best. 
my my some of my injuries were subsiding and going away so like I was I was feeling real 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 good like all season you know I was getting more shots up I was doing more actually and that's what was able to help me lock in a little bit better as a player because when you do more you receive more I figure okay if I increase my work ethic or if I add something to my routine that will help my game or help me become a better student athlete, then why not do that? So I was getting extra shots up at the gym. Like I was staying, I was coming before and staying after, you know, I was doing those type of things. I was doing dribbling drills. Like, you know, there was just a a whole lot of stuff that I was doing, especially in the weight room, man, in the weight room, that was like the, (laughs) that was the easiest, not easiest. I shouldn't say that. It was the most confident that I ever felt when I was in a weight room because there were things that I did that I didn't even know I could do for real let me tell y'all so we had this chart in the weight room and they had one for men's and they had one for women's so the men's was called the thousand pound club so it was a combination of your hand clean your squat and your bench And the total had to amount to 1,000 pounds. Now, that was for the guys, okay? So you're talking about football players, basketball players, baseball players, swimmers, you know, all these type, different types of athletes that can make this board. And it was, they would have your name up and, you know, the amount you did for for each max, and then they would put it on the board and you would be considered a leader, basically, in the weight room, right? So the one that they had for the women was the 550 club. And it was the same thing as the men's, just lower in weight. Obviously, we're women, so our our muscle mass is a little bit different than guys. So, lo and behold, my junior year was the same year that I made the 550 club. And again, I wasn't something that wasn't something that I I was that wasn't a goal of mine. That wasn't something that I sought out to get. Okay, I, it was just you know I, I I had an expectation of my coach he's he knew how strong I was he gave everybody a sheet and he said okay this is what we're gonna try to shoot for for your max for these exercises and so y'all want to know my uh what my numbers were my hand clean was 155 so 155 like and if if any of you have tried or attempted a hand clean it's very difficult it takes time to learn the proper form and technique for that specific exercise it's a total body exercise and it's an olympic style lift so you know i know there's some people that know how to do it but you know it took me a good like three years like a solid three four years in the weight room to get the technique of that exercise right so if for those of you who don't know what a hand clean is google it look it up and you'll see what i'm talking about because it's very tricky the more the more weight you add on the the more those technicalities matter so look up what a hand clean is okay it's a it's it's complicated yeah so my hand clean was 155 my bench was 155 so those two were the same and my squat my squat was 290 pounds. Now that's for one rep max. Dog, when I tell you, man, woo, that was probably some, that was the most weight I've ever had on me at one time. And 
my knees definitely paid for it the following day. <laughs> um, man, that was hard. So, and mind you, I'm I'm a whole five two. I'm a little guy, but I I'm strong. I'm able to lift a lot. I hit two ninety on my squat, but my goal, my expectation from my coach was for me to lift three hundred. When I saw the sheet, he gave me the sheet. I started laughing. I'm like, boy, you crazy. <laughs> Who lifted that? <laughs> Who's doing that? Who's doing that? So, man, like, I don't I, uh, I don't know how it happened. I was supposed to get 300. I'm like, dude, like, once I got to 275, I'm like, man, I don't know about this 300. That's not, mm-mm. That don't even sound, that don't even sound kosher. That don't even sound right. So, so he was like, all right, let's go for 290. So it took me about two, three tries to get it. And he wanted me to say like, nah, just we'll, we'll take it at 275. I'm like, no, I want to get 290 because if I'm not about to go that low, I don't like to settle. If somebody has a goal that they set for me, I'm going to try, especially if it has to do with me being like athletic or showing my athleticism. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So he wanted me to hit 300. My body wasn't able to go too much longer. I hit 275. He wanted me to back out. I'm like, no, let's keep going. Like, I'm about to get this. So the workout is over. Everybody's pretty much done. I'm the only one still trying to knock out, knock this out. But I was determined. I'm not about to give up. Like, if you, I was very, very, very serious about hitting this number. So um, I'm about the fourth try. I got it. I was hype. Yes, go me. And now, with those three numbers combined, 155 on the hand clean, 155 on the bench, and 290 on the squat, I was able to make the 550 club. So, that was that set the tone for how my junior season was going to go. So, I'm like, okay, all right, let's, let's, okay, we might be able to do something here. Let's see, let's see how this goes. I think I mentioned this in the very first episode, when uh, we we're going through this year, we were playing a lot of exhibition games. And for those of you who don't know what exhibition means, exhibition is just playing certain schools that you may, that you probably wouldn't face in regular season just to see a different side of competition and to see kind of where you line up with different calibers of athletes. So the first exhibition game that we had that season was against Western Michigan. Western Michigan is a Division I school. Wayne State is a Division II school. So we would never see each other in the regular season because they're a higher division than we are. So we go to Western, and it's an away game. And we literally, we took care of business. Nobody was expecting us to win. Guess what happened? We won. First game of the season. We won by 10 points. And again, you're talking about we playing against stronger, quicker, supposedly stronger, quicker, faster players than we are. But we come together and we, we showed out and we won the first game of the season against Western Michigan. So, again, like the, the 550 club, you know, me being at peak performance, my teammates are all on the same page. Everybody's doing their thing like. Everything was going really, really well. And we were, we, I felt good going into this season. Because, again, the last two years, we weren't nothing. We, no, like, everybody was looking forward to blowing us out. 
And now we're actually starting to see that we can compete with these other schools and, and with these other institutions. So like I said, you know, we taking care of business. We taking care of business on the road and we took care of business at home as well. Now, mind you, you know, with all of the victory and all of the success that the team is having early on in the season and how we're setting setting the bar for how we want to finish the season, there were other things in the midst of that that were trying to, I guess, I guess you could say throw me off my square. I remember a certain incident that happened between me and my coach because if you listen to the last episode, that was when I just got a new coach. This was a coach that didn't recruit me going into the school. This was somebody that got hired while I was at Wayne State, and she was then my coach from my sophomore to my senior year. So my first year, like, I was starting to notice, like, certain things that were going on behind the scenes. And, you know, I'm, I'm a very observant person. So I may observe, but I don't always speak on what I'm observing. The disagreements that my coach and I had my sophomore year, it kind of trickled in to the last two years of my career as well. I remember we played a home game. And after the game, uh, my coach, she suspended one of my close friends at the time for not having like correct body language on the bench or it was it was something uh, something like that and she suspended her right in front of the whole team the whole coaching staff in the locker room and I was mad I was frustrated because I'm like what what did she do she didn't even do anything so I go back to my locker and I grab my stuff and I leave so we have practice the following day and we're doing our warm-up drills and stuff like that. And our coach comes in. She brings everybody in the middle. She kicks me and uh, my roommate at the time out of practice. So the girl that got suspended after the game and my roommate and myself, we were all suspended, like, at the same time. But we didn't, like, we didn't actually do anything. So I'm just like, I'm confused. I'm just like, why are you kicking me out of practice? And I'm trying to, you know, I'm asking my teammates, like, what's going on? Do y'all know anything? You know, what's what's the deal? And somebody told me it was because I hit my locker. When my friend got suspended, I reacted, and I was, I was angry and irritated, and I hit my locker. I didn't say nothing to nobody. I just grabbed my stuff, I walked out, and that was it. So she suspended my friend the day or the day of the game. The practice after that game, I got to I got kicked out of practice as well as one of my other teammates. And the three of us were tight at the time. So like like it, it was almost like she she kicked us off the team for being associated with her. So that's a guilty that's a perfect example of being guilty by association with a person that did something wrong that's that's just what that is so yeah I'm angry I'm mad I'm irritated and so me so me and my roommate and my friend that got suspended we all talking like what's what's the deal what's going on we were just confused we all had good grades we did our community service we showed up to everything on time you know there was no other 
penalties or anything that we had within the team or that we have done, you know, for us to deserve that type of treatment. She So my coach ends up calling me the same day that she kicked me out of practice. And she told me over the phone, she told me the only way that you and your two teammates can get back on the team is if you write a 10-page paper about respect. Lady, lady, come on, what? <laughs> Let me tell y'all how bizarre this is. I get off, I get kicked out of practice for something that I didn't do. And then I have to get myself back on the team by writing a 10 page paper about respect and turn it into my coach. And this is all going on during finals week in college come on <laughs> girl what come on come on man come on man some of this stuff i can't make up and some of it it just don't make sense to me like these are the things that i've that i've witnessed or i've been through that like make that get my wheels turning and and start thinking about how other people have been mistreated and and going through certain things, you know, within college athletics, but also in life, too, because people get mistreated all the time with with whatever it is that you're involved in. Man, so I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So, of course, what do I do? I write the paper. Now, I cheated, and I definitely copied and pasted, like, 75% of it because I'm like, look, I'm not about to write this extra paper when I have two, three other papers to write, and I have tests to study for on top of come, going to practice, going to weights, going to study table, going to community service, and doing all these other things. This is extra, okay? This is extra that I don't even need to do for something that that has nothing to do with me, <laughs> So I turn in this paper. We all turn in this paper. We get back on the team. And the game after that whole incident, we won against a very tough team at the time. And it was a home game. So I think all of that uh, built up tension and adrenaline and bad energy was utilized during the performance in that game. I know for me and for another one of my teammates, I know it, you know, she felt that way too. But yeah, like again, guys, this is this is some of the stuff that I go through or that I've been through. I really, I honestly can't make it up. For real. Like it's some it gets deep. It gets real deep. And y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. So I had to go, I had to go through some of these things, but you know, we were still able to take care of business and get everything we needed to get done done. So we getting towards, you know, we playing throughout the whole season. We getting towards uh, March Madness and closer to the time where we would find out if we qualified for the NCAA tournament or not. The last time Wayne State University women's basketball team had been to the NCAA tournament was back in 2003. We were in the perfect position and we had the perfect opportunity to go ahead and try to break a school record. And mind you, when we started the season, we talked about some of these goals as a team, but this was the first time that everybody was able to come together and be on the same page and accept 
and embrace the goal of what we were trying to do. We wanted to go to the NCAA tournament. We wanted to have a seat at the table with all these other schools and gain the respect as being a credible basketball program within the NCAA. We were dominant the whole season. There wasn't many games that we lost. And every time we went out on the court, again, we had a point to prove. We had a point to prove. And when you have a point to prove, your work ethic is a little different. Your, your mindset and the way you move is going to be a little bit different. When you're grinding and you know what you're after, you, your mentality is different. Your work ethic is different. And you always play like you down. You play like you losing. That way, there's no room to get comfortable. There's no room to be like, okay, yeah, we on top. This is where we're going to be. And that's that. No, because the minute you get comfortable and the minute you get complacent, there's always going to be somebody right behind you to come in and, and swipe in. We finished out the season strong and we knew we had a, a good chance of getting into the tournament, but nothing was solidified or nothing was, you know, for certain because we were waiting on other teams to finish out their tournaments and doing all that type of stuff. So they don't announce the the NCAA qualifiers until everybody's season is done like all over the country. So as we're watching the, the screen and we're seeing the teams pop up and everything, there's only eight seats. Not everybody can go. It's a select few that go with the, within each region. We come up as number seven, and we went crazy. We went absolutely nuts. We were so happy. You know, our hard work had paid off. You know, we go into the, we go into the big dance, as they would say, and we were actually able to participate in March Madness and what that is and what that means to basketball in the United States. The same place that we had our our conference tournament is the same place where they hosted the NCAA tournament. So we were already familiar with the gym. We were already familiar with the players that some of the players that we were going up against like so it was a very uh familiar situation for us cuz we these are teams and girls that we've already played. So we played the first game of the tournament and it was close. It was a tough one. But we came out on top. I had one of the best games of my career, and I was really able to put the team on my back to make sure that we all like were able to withstand the pressure because there was a lot of people in that gym. You're talking about playing maybe in front of 100, 200 people versus, versus 1,000, 2,000 people, right? That's a lot. That's a lot of that's a, a lot of pressure. So, you know, making sure that everybody's on the same page and that we're all in this together, that's important. So I balled out. I had a great game and a few of my other teammates had a great game as well. And we were all able to, you know, come out with a win. After that game, the 2012 to 2013 season was the first in school history that the women's basketball team at Wayne State University advanced to the second round in the NCAA tournament. From then on, we went to the Sweet 16, and that's where our streak ended. So it was a crazy run. Like, my junior year was a crazy run, but it really showed 
us a lot of things and that we were really capable of doing more than what we expected of ourselves. Like we really, we worked that year. We really, you know, were able to, to battle some things out and play and perform and do what we were supposed to do and take care of business on the road and at home as well. While we're talking about taking care of business, right? During the NCAA tournament, I also had a 20 to 25 page paper to write and turn in while I was on the road for, cause it was a final, it was a final paper that I had to turn in for one of my classes. So you talking about, I'm out of town. I'm on the road for like a good week or over a week at this point. I'm at the hotel writing paragraphs and trying to finish this thing up between practices, between games, between team meal, between team bonding, like all that type of stuff. Every time, every chance I get to go to the, to my room and work on this paper, I was doing it. And this is all during the tournament. We get to a point where we're continuing to advance in the tournament. And I know that I wasn't going to be able to physically be there to turn in my paper to my professor. So I called him. I called him. And I, and I told him about, you know, he knew I was a, a basketball player. He knew I was on the team. And I asked him if it would be okay if I could have like a few days to finish this up while I'm finishing up this tournament. And he was ecstatic. He said, absolutely. Yes, you can have a week. <laughs> like he was he was so happy. I'm like, yes, thank you. He's like, congratulations. I wish you all the best. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'll, I'll see you when I get back. And, you know, thank you again for the extension. So... <laughs> So I got I got to uh, decompress a little bit and not have to worry about the pressure of turning in that 20 to 25 page paper as well as advancing in the NCAA tournament. That's a lot to deal with at one time. So I was able to kind of pause for a second and focus on, you know, handling business on the court. And then once we were done uh, for that season, I was able to come back, take a couple days of rest, finish my paper, turn it in and get an A. So, needless to say, my junior year was a lot better than the previous two years that I had for my college experience, and we had a lot of success that year. I had some personal success, team success, you know, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of win, winning that was happening that year, and I'm very grateful for the experience. You know, it's still one of the, one of the most vivid things I can remember to, to this day. Because it was a lot of work and blood, sweat, and tears that went into building my career and really doing what I was passionate about at that time. So yeah, I was prime time. I was in the best shape of my life. I was conditioned well. I was performing at peak capacities. I was doing things I didn't even know I could do. And I was taking care of business. I was taking care of business despite the shenanigans, despite paperwork, despite homework that I had to complete, you know, practices, getting kicked off the team for a minute and having to write a paper to get back on. Like, that's just, you know, nonsense. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all of these experiences because it has made me into a very strong minded and independent woman that I am today. Junior year was crazy, right? Junior year was was something. Now, just wait. 
just wait until you see how this whole thing plays out. If you think that this year was a lot, wait until the next episode when I, when I tell y'all about what happens my senior year. You're not going to want to miss it. I promise you. <laughs> okay? You're not going to want to miss it. I'm wishing you all a great week. I'm wishing you all a great month of blessings and prosperity. I am wishing you all abundance, happiness, peace, all of those good things, and of course, good health. No matter what it is that you do today, please make sure you save, your, save some time for yourself to work on yourself and help you get better. Because nobody else is going to be able to do that for you. You have to want to get better for yourself. So make it a point, some point today, to get up, do something good for yourself, and take care of your body. So until next time, I'll holler at y'all.